Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT TakeOver 31, which was broadcast on October 4th, 2020. This was an awesome show, and this is going to be a very quick episode. I'm recording this just 12 minutes before Raw the next night starts. So, um, yeah, I just want I was completely wrong. All of my predictions were wrong, except for... Kushida beat the crap out of Velveteen Dream, and that was pretty awesome. Um, he won the match via hoverboard lock, but then continued the attack afterwards and uh, nearly ripped his arm off. But that was the second match of the night. The first match of the night was amazing. Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. I had not taken any specific notes, but uh, I really enjoyed this match. And, uh, you know, even though I predicted Johnny would win... I was also happy with Damian Priest winning because it was a fantastic match. Um, the third match of the night was Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Santos Escobar. This story has been so great. The competitive story and also their individual stories coming together. I have loved this and I loved this match. Uh, Legato Adele Fantasma, um, Raul Mendoza, and... Uh, um, Oh, I can't remember. Walking Wild um, uh, interfered, but then Adonis came out and uh, kind of neutralized them, which uh, was not enough for Swerve to get the win, but at least it wasn't as much of a blowout victory as it would have been otherwise. Um, and they still cheated. Escobar still cheated because of exposed turnbuckle. Um, on the apron there, uh, Swerve went backwards, hit his head on that exposed turnbuckle, and I thought he actually hit his head on the post, um, and he, and Escobar retained the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, then we had Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae, fantastic match, not quite as good as their match last year at TakeOver Toronto, but still Awesome. There's an ex accidental referee back elbow to the referee by LeRae. And then um, uh, EO was kind of launched off of LeRae uh, and, and uh, stumbled into the referee right after that. So the referee was out for quite a bit, and that allowed Johnny Referee to come in. And they're arguing, arguing about having his shirt, but Johnny was wearing his own referee shirt. So that was very funny. But it wasn't enough, even with stealing the title and hitting EO with it. It was all very unsuccessful because EO was able to hit a Spanish fly followed by a moonsault and a pinfall. So EO is still the NXT Women's Champion. But this is where things got even more interesting because Tony Storm appeared on the screen. Um, she's She beats EO Shirai in the, in the second year of the Mae Young Classic. So there is a reason to believe that she could beat her again. She is in NXT now, not NXT UK, and she's going after that championship. But then also the motorcyclist who we've been getting teased the last two weeks uh, arrives and takes off her helmet it's Ember Moon. Ember Moon is back and ready for action. And that is so awesome. And she looks like her 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 like road warrior look is so so cool. 
Um, so will this be a triple threat? Rhea Ripley has made it clear that she also she was uh, her uh, appearing with Triple H was shown on the the pre show. She also wants uh, another chance at the championship. What if what if we get a fatal four way? between the four of them that would be pretty awesome but we will see where things go uh, where the chips fall where the cards lay i don't know after uh the draft um it's unclear whether or not nxt will be part of the draft as far as having people drafted from nxt um it definitely isn't part of drafting people from the other two brands I thought that would be pretty interesting for NXT to draft people from Raw on SmackDown. Um, but uh, it, it, uh, for now, I am very happy with just Ember Moon coming to NXT for right now. Um, that's going to be awesome for the women's division. The women's division is already so awesome. Also announced is that... Halloween Havoc will take place on October 28th, that Wednesday, uh, special episode of the weekly show. It is not its own pay-per-view or anything. Um, and it will be hosted by Shotzi Blackheart, who has posted recently about uh, how she's always wanted to be the host of like a Halloween movie night, like an Elvira type of personality. And that is so awesome for her and um, I'm I'm really excited for that. Um, even more excited because she's the host, and I hope that they have a very special Thanksgiving episode hosted by Shotzi in November. That would be pretty cool too. But we we got Halloween Havoc first. It's going to be great. Um, and then our main event was Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly. Man, both these guys ended up with bloody mouths. Um, I've read uh, a couple of updates, nothing in the last few hours. Maybe there's been further updates, but uh, Finn was being sent for x-rays and uh, with a possible fractured jaw or other broken face otherwise. And Kyle O'Reilly had broken some teeth. So this that's a testament to how hard-hitting this battle was. But um, whether or not they ended up with bloody mouths, this match was amazing. Best match of the night. Absolutely. And easily one of the best matches of the entire year so far. So go check it out. And then afterwards, so Finn Balor retained the championship, but Ridge Holland appeared with a, a, a an almost dead Adam Cole, just tossed him onto the floor the rest of Undisputed Era came running out, but Ridge Holland was already gone. And I was seeing a lot of people got me, wait, was, was that Pat McAfee or McAfee? However you say his last name. I think it's McAfee. Um, and I was saying, I knew, it, I knew it was Ridge Holland, but I was like, you know, he does, he looks a lot like Pat McAfee. Maybe, maybe in storyline, he'll be his, his older brother <laughs> or something like that. So um, yeah. Awesome awesome takeover they keep up in the bar i really liked this new setup also i need to talk about this so uh matt messaged me during the main event he's like are you in the virtual audience for this i was like no they didn't even i as far as i know they didn't have a public sign up or anything it's like oh i could have sworn i saw you 
And I thought that was really weird. And then uh, my friend Tyler messaged me later. He's like, I, I'm pretty sure I saw you in the Thunderdome or in the virtual audience. I was like, no, I wasn't. Uh, but my <laughs> another friend already uh, said they saw me. It was like, oh, yeah. Uh, it was the same New Day shirt and everything from a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, okay, that's really weird. So I went to, I asked him if he could send me a screenshot, but he was in his computer. He said, oh, you were in the bottom row during the main event. And as soon as he said that, I saw, I saw myself in there. I was like, what? Oh my God. That's awesome. Like I got to be in the virtual audience without actually having to do anything. <laughs> I would prefer it that way. I think they have enough footage of me uh, cheering at the webcam and stuff. Um, if they could just keep putting me in everything, that would be pretty great. But, um, so yeah, they, I don't know if that's the case for the entire virtual audience from, uh, takeover 31, but there's at least that one moment. And I'm also told that maybe I was, I was in EO versus, uh, Candace earlier, um, in the previous match. So, I, who knows? I, I've got to go back and, and watch all of that again. I'm going to go back and watch all of that again anyway. So, uh, yeah, I think it's – so when I posted this, when I told some people about it, um, I think the impression might have been that I was upset, but I am actually thrilled. I think that's really smart. Um, I'm sure it's part of the agreement that I, I, uh, that I clicked accept when I uh, signed up for Thunderdome. Uh, so like, I don't care at all. I, I mean, I was just, it's just me in front of a blank wall. Um, and I wanted to be on WWE TV in that manner. So like, I don't mind at all. And I think it's very smart that they, they potentially have enough footage of so many fans, um, that's usable. That's not doing stupid stuff like the first couple of weeks and all of that, that I think it's actually very smart to have that at least as filler. If people drop out or whatever, that they can just pop in old footage, um, to, uh, keep the, the atmosphere as full as possible. So I, I think it's very smart, very clever and, uh, really exciting that I could possibly be on TV a ton more times without actually having to log in and have my webcam on and everything. Um, so anyway, that is it for now. Thanks for listening. Let me know what you thought about this episode by tweeting me at TIW podcast, go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends, subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen, stay safe, healthy, and happy out there in all of the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.